Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast. This is the On the Spot series by China Forum. In this series, we return to the platform of international forums and webinars, where leading minds in academia, government, business, technology, and media deliver novel, collaborative responses to the global issues of the day. Welcome to the CISS podcast on the Sports Series. I'm Zhang Lirong with China Forum. COP26 has sparked a new round of discussions on global efforts to tackle climate change, China's commitments in reducing overall emissions, the country's concrete plans to reach carbon emission peak, among the most heated topics. Prior to COP26, China Forum, Center for International Security and Strategy at Tsinghua University, China Public Diplomacy Association (CPDA), together with the UK National Committee on China, co-organized a webinar where experts from China and the UK shared experiences and lessons the two countries encountered in the long process towards carbon neutrality. Wu Hailong, president of CPDA and former Chinese ambassador to the European Union, delivered a welcome remark to the seminar. Wu made it clear that climate change knows no borders, and no country could respond alone. His full text of his speech has been incorporated in this episode. Please stay tuned. I would like to express my appreciation to all of you for participating in today's climate change and sustainable summit. You organized by China Forum, CISS, Tsinghua University, China Public Diplomacy Association, and the UK National Committee on China. Climate change is an issue of great concern to all countries in the world today. There are great expectations that. COP26 in Glasgow, UK, will produce practical solutions for mankind in coping with climate change. Human activities are causing climate change, no doubt, leading to frequent extreme weather and increasingly serious natural disasters. It threatens the human development, health, and safety. This has become the international mainstream cognition. And confirmed by the report released by the International Panel on Climate Change (IPCC) this year, disasters caused by climate change know no borders and could be global. No country could respond alone or stand aloof. Therefore, the response to climate change requires concerted action by all of us. Nothing could depict the fact better that we are in a community of a shared future. Then the global response to climate change, mitigating and controlling greenhouse gas emission and achieving carbon neutrality are the most effective ways to combat climate change. More than 100 countries worldwide have already adopted relevant policies and measures. China has made clear that it is striving to peak carbon emission by 2030 and achieve carbon neutrality by 2060. Being a developing country to achieve these goals, China need to make tremendous efforts and take a broad and profound economic and social transformation. At the present, global development is still very uneven. 
The economic gap between developed and developing countries and the gap between their ability to cope with climate change are still very large. Therefore, we must adhere to the principle of common of the differentiated responsibilities and take the ability and affordability of developing countries into consideration. If global rules and requirements for emission reduction and carbon neutrality are set based on the development level and economic capacity of developed countries, and the developing countries are forced to implement them, it will not work and will not solve climate crisis. Addressing climate change requires an integrated and systematic consideration of all aspects of the economy, society, and the people's livelihood. When cited emphasis on emission reduction and the shortening the time to reach the carbon neutrality will lead to economic recession, increased unemployment, worsened poverty, market imbalance, and energy crisis. In the end, this might instead lead to a failure in reducing emissions. Therefore, it is necessary to plan in a coordinated manner and a balanced relationship between emission reduction and economy, society, people's livelihood, and the environmental protection. Innovation, especially technological innovation, is the key to reducing emissions and achieving carbon neutrality. It is very difficult for human beings to contain the temperature rise within 1.5 degree or two with existing technologies only. There needs to be technological innovations and breakthroughs such as a new low carbon and decarbonization technologies, new and renewable energy that are cleaner, greener, and more efficient. Achieving carbon neutrality must involve changing our living and consumption habits of wasting resources. This issue was raised at the 1992 Earth Summit in Rio, Brazil. Fortunately, I was participating in this conference. But in the past three decades, little progress has been made. In fact, it is fair to say that the problem has deteriorated. The excessive and unsustainable exploitation of nature has led to a nature's retaliation time and again. We must re-examine our daily habits and truly live and consume in a green and low-carbon manner. To address climate change, we must mobilize the whole society, especially youth, women, media, think tanks, and civil society organizations, and promote the actual and the constructive role of all the stakeholders. There's a considerable consensus between China and the UK and Europe as a whole on tackling climate change, which is an opportunity for all sides to cooperate, and I think it's also an opportunity to improve our bilateral relations. Finally, I wish the summit a success with consensus and outcomes. Thank you. That was Mr. Wu Hailong, President of CPDA, sharing his opinions on global efforts to combat climate change, with particular focus on China's role. Thanks for listening.